Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? See, we were talking about like the original like twist classic, like the one that just shook. We were shook after this. Uh, the Sixth Sense, 1999. Yeah, 1999. Holy shit. Uh, the M. Night Shyamalan, Bruce yeah. Willis vehicle yeah it's very exciting uh but before we get started we always want to tell everybody if you've never found a reason to watch the sixth sense please make this the reason that you do so you could have watched it on tubi up until yesterday guys oh that's when i watched it that's perfect i literally watched this for free up until yesterday and was like i need to pull clips because there was a little icon in the corner that says gone in 24 hours and i was like all right i got 24 hours i'll make it work and I went up to uh, stairs today to pull clips this morning, and it was gone. It had it had fallen off the platform. See and that had... that that message started about uh-huh. eighteen hours before you right. saw that. Yeah, so. it, <laughs> in the night, it it fell off. So I had to rent this movie for four dollars <laughs> uh, this morning. So I still have it for another two days. So <laughs> chances are, I'll get to watch it. You know, four or five more times before we're done. <laughs> Exciting. It's yeah, all- because a movie with a with a major twist at the end that you've already seen yeah. is really worth watching. For <laughs> real, time. real rewatchability. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, so yeah, go find the movie somewhere else uh, and watch it. <laughs> come back and join us for the conversation. We'll give you a few seconds to do that, and you're back. All right, now we've all seen the movie. We can talk about it, and uh, we won't spoil anything for any of you that have watched it. We gave you plenty of time and notice. Again, just watch it first if you don't. If you've never heard it, I don't know. If you don't, if you're not alive now and don't understand what this movie's about, then watch it first. If not, you've been warned. Okay. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves because we just argue about stuff. We need someone here to take sides. And today we're very excited to have joining us from the great state of Florida, uh, podcaster and comedian, Mr. Adam West is with us, everybody. Hello. Hello. I'm coming in hot. Got a lot of opinions. First of all. I can't believe that I missed the free Tubi. I had to pay four dollars to watch this oh, goddamn yeah. movie. Yep, you could have had it, man. Could have had it all. Well, yeah, my, wife had to watch. Had, my wife had to pay four dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Uh yeah, you had to you had to watch some ads, but you know, whatever. It's uh it's weird. Sometimes I get a nostalgic sort of feeling going back and watching a program with ads in it. Uh and I like then, it. You get to yeah. get up and go pee, like you can do stuff. I just mean it's my only access to shit that I don't pick for myself. You know what I mean? Like everything else I consume, it's like I clicked on it so I know what I'm getting. But with an ad, they're just chucking shit at me and I'm like, well, maybe I like it, maybe I don't. And I don't get that anymore. I don't ever get to notice anything new or different because I don't get to look. Bridge mix of pop culture. (laughs) All kinds of stuff coming at you. (laughs) If you watch a show, like if if you're like binge watching a show, on a streaming on some sort of streaming program and then they have the same commercials and the show's only oh, like yeah. you know like yeah. normally like 22 minutes long and if you watch like seven or eight episodes you've seen the same commercial like 45 times and you're just like oh my god i hate i'm yeah. specifically boycotting your product because i'm so fucking sick <laughs> of seeing it i think they do that to like trick people into just paying for the the full service like <laughs> yeah. commercial free it's like yeah you can have it for free but you got to watch this uh commercial for like roll aids 26 times during your uh, binging sessions and we're like i never get tired of seeing flow from progressive yeah, like those makes- are the sometimes <laughs> like those ones i'm like yeah it's okay i yeah. like her and i dig her that, mix it up a little bit that magical middle ground of not too offensive but 
no, I I would hang out with Flo for sure. <laughs> women want to. If I was her. down, I feel like she'd lift me up. <laughs> women want to be her. Men want to be with her. You know what it is. <laughs> Flo, I'm progressive. I watched a football game for the first time, and it was I saw the same ad 27 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just something it yelling about pretzels. Dysfunction? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was either beer or erectile dysfunction. That's usually what comes on during football games. They paid so much for you to watch that 26 times. <laughs> Hopefully it translates into a, a conversion. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. Here we are, guys. We're uh, we're we're talking about the sixth sense. Uh, Adam, welcome to the show again. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've seen you last, and hopefully this, this movie didn't traumatize you uh, too much. Uh, we always ask all of our guests, how long had it been since you watched the movie before we forced you to do it for the podcast? How about it? I've been trying to remember this. It's somewhere between about five and 10 years. I, within that time, I uh, went through and watched all the I, M. Night Shyamalan's. Okay. The whole catalog. Oh, were you punishing yourself for some Aww. reason? Yeah, I, I fundamentally <laughs> do not like myself. <laughs> all right. So what's your, uh, what's your go-to Shyamalan then? What's the, what's the top of the heap? I think so. For me, I think Signs is probably my favorite M. Night. Yeah. Okay. Like in an ironic way or in a good, this is a good movie. Like, would you try to tell someone it's a good movie? No, you can't tell anyone to watch an M night Shyamalan <laughs> movie with a straight face anymore. True. Yeah. It's, it's it, all his movies are like magic tricks. And then once you've seen it once, you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just constantly going, is this your card? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my card. We've, we've established that. Thank you. Um, all right, uh, Mandy, how about you? How long had it been for you since you saw this? Um, probably about 10 years. And I did watch this, I feel like, quite a bit when it came out. It, like, um, it, the shock factor of it, I was just like, oh, this is so good. But re-watching it, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, once you know, <laughs> yeah. it, this is not... I mean, there's good acting, but I was super bored. This is super boring. <laughs> yeah, there's so This movie is so much of just, like tense yeah. not saying anything yeah a lot of tense buildup, and when you know the end you're like who gives a fuck like let's move on right? like let me skip ahead 10 seconds and see where we're at yes it's still, it's still doing the slow zoom down the hallway it's still it's still 10 seconds later if we're still doing it i want to see the sequence where he's like having sex for the first time and then he realizes it's with a dead chick <laughs> And he's already writing the sequel. That's what we're doing. <laughs> we're so done. Or, <laughs> or Cole is having sex for the first time, and there's just like a bunch of dead people like cheering him on. Yeah, you like, got good it. job. Yeah, now, that, now that they're on his side, they're like giving him points. <laughs> <as he does. laughs> National Lampoon presents Seven Cents. <laughs> <laughs> Not all Peters are 15. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Matt, how long had it been for you? Oh, uh, let's see. It's been a long time, a long while. Uh, I knew, I mean, obviously I knew the gist of the film. I didn't really know what the ending was going to bring. I was, I realized what had happened, but I didn't know how they resolved anything. As it turns out, they really didn't. Like, they, There's really no, <laughs> no happy ending to this movie. There's no resolution. Nobody really learned anything in this movie. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much M. Night Shyamalan, though. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Mandy, did, we, did you say what your favorite? Shyamalan is oh um I I did like signs um I'm a huge Mark Wahlberg fan I don't remember the one with the grass um <laughs> the happening, where, the happening yeah the happening the trees were out together. um yeah like what is the because happening? It, <laughs> I thought that I thought that was kind of okay 
Um, but yeah, I would say price signs also like nice. the swing away. I love the little girl that won't drink old water. I think that's fun. We <laughs> say that in my house all the time. Like, no, this one has amiibos in it. We'll have to get you fresh water. So <laughs> I just, everybody knows the ridiculousness of that movie and the fact that like aliens landed on a planet that's like 90% water. And that's like the yeah. only thing that they're afraid of. But. <laughs> I know, I'm well, I always think of scary movie too, when the, the aliens are just like walking past the thing like really fast and, and he's constantly like sticking his finger in the guy's mouth. Yeah. He's like, oh, we, we pee with our finger. Yeah. Uh, so for me, my favorite Shyamalan is The Village. Uh, I'm a big fan oh, of that movie. That's a good choice. Like, again, once you get that ending, I mean, the rewatchability just tanks on that movie. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you guys live in the woods behind a wall. We get it. Like, <laughs> it were the like the creatures or whatever reminded me of like the really horrible cartoonish um, like robots from Fifth Element when they're like, you know, and he puts the key and he's like, save the planet or save the world or the yeah. universe or whatever. Like, that's just like they they were like those, but with spikes sticking out of their backs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just want to make sure we stay on track here with uh, with the Twitch chat. Uh, movie lover Stacy said signs was great the village sucked so bad i was so mad that i wasted like an hour and a half of my life on that crap movie so that's, yeah. that's good for me thank you <laughs> yeah right no I, I completely understand and like i said i did i wasn't trying to say explain to someone the best m night Shyamalan movie i'm just saying <laughs> what's your favorite m night Shyamalan movie so. i mean i based mine on mark Wahlberg's doability but, that was basically yeah. it like <laughs> I mean, Ron Howard's daughter is pretty doable, I suppose. So the village would have worked. Yeah, I don't that's, know that's Mandy's twist. How doable? <laughs> How doable is is he? Well, okay. So this is like what, like the fourth movie in a row we've done where there's not a single doable character. Right. Really. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's really attractive in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like we're doing Coyote <laughs> Ugly soon, and I'm like, hell yeah! Like I'm going to talk about right. so much sex. Like, <laughs> I'm like fiending for it. Perfect. All right. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we, we always ask our guests, I'm sorry, I forgot what part we're doing. <laughs> oh, we haven't done the um, yep. chop the synopsis yep, yet. Yeah, we're getting there. We always ask our guests to do a little activity, and uh, it has a theme song that goes with it, and that theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right, this is the portion of the podcast where we ask ourselves and the guests to take this film and condense it down to 10 words or less. So if you had to describe this movie to someone else in 10 words or less, maybe the blurb on the back of the DVD case, whatever. Uh, does anyone want to go first? I I will go first, and I'm go, I'm willing to make a bet that all of ours probably sound the same. Okay. Like this is the first time I've ever I've ever like put that wager down. But uh -oh. so mine is dead psychologist helps boy that sees dead people, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was. Yeah. He 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 wanted to help himself, and I'm not even sure he did that. Really, like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anything really was successful in this movie. All right, Adam, you want to go? Uh, it turns out child actors are creepier than ghosts. <laughs> there you go. There's a little twist on it, Mandy. Uh, yes, for mine, sure. Mine was uh, ghosts mad that only Haley Joel Osment can hear them. <laughs> like, of all the people to be your lifeline to the real world. And he's like this little rain man, like this little, you know. You know what's best to communicate through is a broken child. <laughs> it's set up so hard that like no one will believe him and no one will ever hear your story. Like, yeah, that's why you're a ghost. You have unfinished business and the only person that can help you is someone who no one will understand or believe. 
but so i feel like i feel like if a child if all the child actors that ended up being like horrible drug addicts like if they if this is the reason why because they can see dead people like that would make so much more sense (laughs) mandy fix hollywood (laughs) (laughs) the entire set of of of, uh ducks the mighty ducks Ducks. (laughs) ghosts ghosts everywhere how many ghosts under the ice (laughs) (laughs) mighty Um, ducks ghosts under the ice that's gonna be the next that's the next one the fifth one i think shit All right, uh, let's hit some clips. We haven't heard from anybody yet. The premise of this podcast is we uh, we listen to clips from the po- or from the movie and we sort of make fun of stuff. So here we are. Let's get started. Uh, this is meeting Anna and Malcolm right at the beginning. Clip number one. Here we go. In recognition of his outstanding achievement in the field of child psychology, <laughs> his dedication to his work, and his oh, comp- the wife was doable. Improve yeah. the quality of life. Oh yeah, the girl from Rushmore. Okay. His continuing efforts to improve the quality of life for countless children and their families. The city of Philadelphia proudly bestows upon its son, Dr. Malcolm Crow. That's you. Very good exposition. That's you. (laughs) Why am I reading this otherwise? Yeah, all right, we get it. Is this her longest speech in the whole movie? I think so, yes. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Um, she's like passed out. She's passed out half the movie. It's like yeah. creepy. And it's the only time where she actually speaks to a real person. <laughs> Most of the movie, <laughs> she's just talking out loud to ghosts in the room that she doesn't see. Uh, so she's super stoked. They both are about this uh, uh, recognition that he got from the mayor, uh, which led us to our Facebook question of the day. Uh, we'll get to that here uh, just before we hit our break, but we want to. Uh, Make sure that we mention everybody. There is always a Facebook question of the day for each episode. So make sure you follow us there on Facebook so you can participate in that. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, Mandy. Do you want to give a quick rundown of who's who? I do. And this is where I'm going to give you the most amazing fun fact. I'm so excited. All right. I, like as soon as. Okay, so Bruce Willis plays Malcolm Crow. Mm-hmm. Haley Joe Osment plays Cole Sear. Tony Collette, who I love, she plays the mom, Lynn Sear. Olivia Williams plays Ann Crow, so she's Malcolm's husband, the hottie. Um, Trevor Morgan plays Tommy Tomisimo. If you rec- if you <laughs> recognized him, that's because he's in Jurassic Park three and The Patriot. In case you were looking at him like, oh my yep. gosh, I know, I know yeah. this. Kid. He's one of the young kids at the beginning of The Patriot, but he's also in. Just since we're talking about him, he's also in a movie called Mean Creek. Uh, that okay. is available right now. I think it's on Amazon Prime or something. Very good, uh, like a underrated sort of uh, independent film. Like a B uh, movie? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's got one of the Culkin brothers in it. I forget which one. Uh, and the kid from Drake and Josh. Um, not not Josh. No, not Drake. The other kid. The bigger kid. It's got the, the, fat, <laughs> the fat kid who, who now is uh, very, very much a uh, thin actor. He, did, he got a... Uh, Jerry O'Connell treatment. He was a uh, fat, <laughs> fat child actor, and then he really thinned out in his uh, later years. So. Awesome. But yeah, I would. No, recommend- I will totally watch that. Yeah, I recommend to anyone to go watch Mean Creek. It's very sad. It's like a weird, weird movie. It's got some stuff going on, but yeah, give it a shot. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So here it is. So do you guys remember Vincent Gray, the guy that's in the bathroom and he's, you know, in his underwear and he's like, you said you were going to help me. Do you guys yes. know who the, do you know who that was? I didn't. I didn't know who it was until I read the cast list after. Oh, well, you fucker. 
for her, you weren't supposed to. And it looks like Adam knows too. This totally blew my fucking mind. So it's Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Okay. So Donnie Wahlberg. Like a very um, thin, emaciated Donnie Wahlberg in his uh, tidy whities Yeah. Disgusting, disgusting underwear. Yep. Yep. So he, like, to play this part, he left his then wife and kids. Um, he moved to dedication. a that is. yeah right. <laughs> he moved to a sparse New York City apartment um, with no credit cards. He he said, "I starved myself. I would fast for two days and then only eat steamed cabbage and drink beet juice. I would chew gum all day and I would literally walk around the streets to burn thousands of calories. I didn't shower for weeks. I just wasn't taking care of myself and I was a loner. That was the the as close as I could come to this guy. I definitely." Um, had to suffer in the only way that I could. He ended up losing 43 pounds. Jesus. Like he does not no. look like Donnie Wahlberg. Like when I, I was like, no way. And I looked and I'm like, that is not him. And I rewatched it and I'm like, holy shit. That that is an amazing transformation. That's so if you think that yeah. musicians, boy band musicians can't be actors, <laughs> like he was incredible in this movie, I felt like. Nice. He lost so, so much weight. He could not hang tough anymore. No, he. You're right. He was like hanging, hanging Weak. soft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we have a ten-word synopsis from Twitch. Uh, it says uh, Forrest Gump Jr. sees dead people, including his psychologist. So nice. Nice. Any, I like it. Any Gump? Is <laughs> he like his daddy's name? Forrest too. <laughs> It's he like May? No, Forrest. He's very smart. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> and uh, we said that, Mandy, we said that you fixed uh, Hollywood by uh, getting rid of whatever we talked about earlier, but uh, Lexola was convinced that it was Michael Jackson the whole time. So now we've, we've got. Oh my God, that's so true. I mean, you're probably not going to. On how to fix child actors. But. Yeah, I mean, the child actors from Disney nowadays have, like, legit medical purposes for being not in a great spot, but, but everyone back in the day was always Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's it. had to go to excuse. Uh, um, Donnie Wahlberg, get a little uh, example of him. Here's some audio yeah. from Vincent Gray. This is 47 Locust Street. You've broken a window and entered a private residence. You don't know so many things. <laughs> it's like he had that speech already planned out. Drugs of any kind in his house. Do you know why you're afraid when you're alone? (laughs) I do. I do. All right. I do. Oh my gosh, you're ruining the amazingness of him. Like it's and I I'm not even a new kids on the block fan, but I was completely impressed and forced by that whole thing. Absolutely got the right stuff to be. <laughs> that was oh, New Kids my. on the Block, my first ever concert. So what, I'm really? a, I'm, yeah, Very Donnie good. way back. Oh I'm so obsessed. I'm obsessed with the costume designer that had to be like, are these are these tidy whities Are they gray enough? Let's yeah, get some yeah. yellow stains in there. <laughs> can these? Be I know you can almost dirty? smell it. Yeah, right. For sure. That's how she knew she couldn't. It wasn't because the glass was broken in the on the floor. It was that she got a whiff. It's like, yeah, she smelled some cheese. She's yeah. like, did you eat cheese up here? What is that smell? <laughs> up here again? Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's go on to uh, stand-up. I guess this leads nicely into stand-up performances. I can't imagine how anyone could have been more standout for Mandy than Mark or than Donnie Wahlberg. But uh, what about a standout performance for you, Adam? Whether it was somebody who was extra good, extra bad, or just someone who surprised you? 
I'm going to give you uh, my the extra good. I think Tony Collette like home run. Just She's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she crushed, and especially having to play against a little kid like mm-hmm. she she killed it. The worst performance in this movie though is Bruce Willis's hairpiece. It's <laughs> so distracting. I spent entire scenes just staring, trying to figure mm-hmm. out like how much glue they used. Yeah, like the swoop. This the swoop was like who yeah. decided to swoop it? Yeah. I wonder why they thought like they tried it with him bald and were like, this is just not working. And then we gotta throw this on top to see what happens. Like Yeah. Maybe it made him seem more likable to kids. Like yeah. they tried it. They were like, here, we're going to try Bruce Willis ball. And the kids were like, ah, and then he, they put a hairpiece on. And they're like, oh, my, all my problems are solved. <laughs> this guy looks like he'd solve his own problems and then split. <laughs> There's an entire shot where they don't go above his forehead. And I wonder if Bruce Willis one day walked in. And he's like, don't put that fucking thing on my head. That Bruno's pissed. Not today. Yeah, he forgot it at home. There was a lice outbreak, and it, like his his little hairpiece was covered in lice. Yeah, my my cat ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So Haley Joe Osment and Matt. Well, I do want to hear about your your outstanding oh, sure. performance, but I do want to talk about how he got the part. First, he was the only kid that showed up in a tie. Um. Then M. Night Shyamalan was surprised because he asked him um, to read the part. And Osmond replied, well, I read it three times last night. And Shyamalan was so was impressed. And he's like, wow, you read that part, your part three times? And, and to which Osmond replied, no, I read the script three times. <laughs> I mean, technically, if you take out all the pans and zooms and just dead silence, it's probably only a 15 or 20 minute read. <laughs> I mean, half of the half of it is like in parentheses, breathes out, yeah. and you can see breath or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's meet. Since we talked about, oh no, wait, before that, who was your stand-up performance? Oh, um, or did you have a part like someone that you thought sucked really bad or particularly terrible? I mean, I thought that uh, the bully kid was kind of an asshole and didn't really play that well, but I think that was part of the point. Like he was supposed to be uh not a good actor as it turns out which was fun <laughs> um i also enjoyed the fact that like he wanted to like impress the kid who was part of like the theater club <coughs> not me. a thing that you no one wants to impress the theater kids i don't I know who's trying to impress the theater kids. i mean you were the theater kids, i know right so. yeah. no, nobody was like lining up the blocks to be like i want this guy to think i'm cool <laughs> um, um, i apologize for the coughs and the sniffs i actually have covid nice yeah. i yeah and then get this shit so my daughter fell off the slide at school and she landed on an arm that she's already broken a couple of years ago and i was like shit and so i went and got her and her arm is fine she was like playing with barbies like 10 seconds later she got some oreos and she's like oh my arm's all better okay. and she's like my throat really hurts and uh, she just kept complaining oh. i looked n- sure as shit she has fucking strep throat so i have to take her to the doctor in the morning so i right. have covid she almost broke her arm and then now has strep throat. I'm like, we this just is like can't a win. Final destination sort of moment you got going on. Seriously. Well, originally the week that her and my husband had COVID two weeks ago, I was supposed to have the whole week off and just like enjoy my time and like clean the house. And now this week I was like, hell yeah, I fucking have COVID. I don't have to work. Kate's going to be at school. <laughs> And then they're like, hey, guess what? We're going to get fucking 15 inches of snow. And I was like, you piece of shit universe. Like, now she's going to have a snow day. And it doesn't even matter if she has a snow day because she fucking has strep throat. Yeah. So, I mean, we should be so bad. 
you're all I feel bad that, I feel bad that she yeah it's like that like no like there's just some part of the universe that doesn't want me to have a fucking day to myself did anyway. you play with a talisman or <laughs> I think it's. I, I must she, she watched The Sixth Sense three times, and now it's <laughs> invoked the whole thing. Six, six, six. You yeah. got the devil in you. <laughs> I would rather see dead people than have to not have time to myself. I guess I wouldn't have time to myself. This is that's what it is. I'm preparing for how this kid feels because he's never fucking alone. That's basically my life. Yeah. Right. Um, all right, uh, Adam. I do want to talk about before we get to the end where everyone stops listening during the plugs. Uh, instead of doing that, tell us about your podcast right now. <laughs> so I have a podcast called Reading the Room, where um, uh, me and two telephone psychics talk about true crime, and then they they do a reading on it to see if they can solve it. Yeah. So uh, oh my I'm pretty gosh. sure. Awesome. I'm pretty sure that's why you assholes made me watch The Sixth Sense, right? It is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to totally. I wanted to tie it in, man. <laughs> you're welcome so you, for that. So if you're really into psychics, check it out. If you're really not into psychics, you can ironically check it out. Very good. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's awesome. I'm totally, I totally believe all that shit. Yeah. That's what I was going to talk about. So um, this whole sixth sense thing, like this guy sees dead people, right? So is that, are you involved? Are in they the mediums? Like are your psychics mediums? Do they, see, I, do they get spirits that tell them things? I don't know all of the details of it um, because I'm I'm the comedian part of it. Sure. Um, but they do, they've got cards, they do tarot, and then they've got a, a, a dousing pendulum that gives you answers nice. one way or the other. Okay. Well, I was going to ask, so are you like a conscious, conscientious observer? Is that what that means? Where you're like... You're part of it, but you don't really, you're not on board with it. Or are you like fully in, on board with it? I, I am totally uh, open-minded. Okay. Um, like I have no idea. So, okay. I just, yeah. have, I just have fun. <clears throat> so what's your, uh, what are your views on, this is for both of you guys. Uh, what are your views on ghosts? Are ghosts the thing? And if so, what are ghosts? So I believe in ghosts because the room I grew up in as a kid, I believe was haunted because okay three people uh over the course of 10 years had the same exact nightmare in this same room and okay. we didn't realize we didn't piece that together until like a couple of decades later <laughs> okay if you walked oh my the closet, gosh it was really cold in this one spot where we assumed that somebody like yeah right um, off it there you go but we all had the same nightmare where you're dreaming you're sleeping and then um you wake up and one of our brothers is standing over you and says, you have to get out of the bed right now. Yeah. And then you get up and rush out and then you slam the door closed and you look at the bottom and just as the door closes, you can see the shadow of two feet underneath the door. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. That is That's so scary. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so Mandy, how about you? Are you, uh, I, I, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in the <sighs> paranormal? I mean, I, it's not, I don't not believe in it. I feel like, you know, there's all this energy and, you know, it has to go somewhere. And, sure. and, and plus I'm a huge fan of supernatural, the show. And they're always talking about like vengeful spirits and like a lot of hotties. <laughs> oh my God. So many hotties. Like, yeah. Like Jensen Ackles is like the perfect man. But anyways, so I do like it. I mean, it's hard not to believe that they has the energy has to go somewhere. Like it, it's created through this like horrific event 
And then, you know, it doesn't just go away. I don't know. Like, so I, I'm open-minded to it. It's like saying, do you believe in aliens? Like, I don't not believe in them. Like, that would be crazy. The universe is huge. Um, I have never had any, like, personal ghost yeah, you experiences. Have, you story of, yeah. Like and that. I'm super glad because I probably would never sleep again if sure. I had, like, any kind of experience like that. So I think what about that, you, Matt? That's my thing, too. It's, it's almost the opposite. You're like, it's like, it's difficult not to believe because it has to go somewhere for me. It's so difficult to believe because once I let myself believe that that's a thing, it, the world becomes a much scarier place. You know what I mean? Like it, it lets me realize that there are things that I like that can't be controlled or that aren't a definite thing. Like it's just not gone. Some things are good if they're just gone forever. You know what I mean? Like in some cases I would much rather see something ended with a, with a permanent ending as opposed to just being like, yeah, it could come back whenever it felt like it or what, you know what I mean? And I'm just, I don't, I don't think I well, want to yeah. myself up for that. You know what I mean? Especially if someone had like horrific death, don't you think they deserve to find peace? Like that's just sucks. If sure. they're, yeah. you know, coming back and, and that's you the know. question of like, what, what is it? Like what, you know, if you say, I believe in ghosts. Yeah. But what is a ghost? Is it like the person's intentions like still exist and they're, they're trying to, yeah. Are they trying to solve a problem they still had? Or is it just forever? Like you just a ghost for eternity or do some people become ghosts and some people don't and like i don't know where it goes yeah, like it's a vibe man like yeah. if something horrible happens somewhere and like you there's just like a vibe there you're like wow like if you wouldn't go somewhere where like a bunch of people got hung you know 100 years ago and be like man this place is like i feel so good here like you'd be like <laughs> such positive vibe bro <laughs> You'd be like, okay, this place like seriously freaks me the fuck out knowing how many people died here. And yep. there's a reason for that. Like that, you know, when the, he's like, you know, that hair on the back of your neck that sticks up. And I'm like, motherfucker, I understand. And I hope that's not ghosts because that shit happens to me. It's happening right now. There's a ghost in this room <laughs> right, right yeah. now. Well, let me give you, let me give you that little bit of the movie here. <laughs> you ever feel the prickly things on the back of your neck? <laughs> Watching this in headphones makes it so much worse. I know. Yes, I do. I do. I feel it right now. You know when they stand up. Yes. That's them. <laughs> That's them. It is. Yeah. It, it uh, doesn't help that Bruce Willis is whispering back. He's like, yes. Right. Yeah. The whole no. movie. Yeah. Uh, like Sola said, the whole movie, the, the entire movie is just whispering. Is all it is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so movie lover Stacy in the chat says I've encountered three ghosts in my life. When I first moved in with my now husband, the house we lived in was haunted. There was an old man, a little girl and an old woman. They never tried to hurt me, but I still made sure to sage the house and burn white candles. So yeah, people have like a, like a, a rule book or like a little kit they got to deal with for some of this stuff, man. I'm just not, I mean, I get I, that. I want to travel light. I don't need to carry some sage and candles with me. I just rather avoid the whole thing at all costs. I mean, there's a reason why people have done it for so long though. It's like acupuncture, you know, like people have been doing that for thousands of years. So you might as well trust it. <laughs> so I'll give it a shot. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So as we are winding ourselves down toward the end of the first half of the podcast here, um, I don't, did I ever talk about my standout performance? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. No. Uh, just, I mean, Haley. Well, Joel you talked Osment, about the kid that you thought yeah, was bad. Yeah. It wasn't great, but uh, I thought Haley Joel Osment was okay as a child actor. I thought he got the point across pretty well. Uh, it was kind of just a one trick pony sort of situation. Like pretty much all you got to do is be kind of whispery and scary. And that's, that's where you're at. Set it, set your dial for that and call it good. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Lynn, the mom was great. Uh, Tony Collette was Amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. she does so many like 
like the characters like she's in the movie about a boy in little miss sunshine and she always played she just does such a good job she's amazing i'll tell you i was not a fan of the like the wormy uh assistant uh whatever the wife worked at uh oh, yeah. store kid yeah. like i was cheese not dick a, yeah yeah <laughs> real cheese dick there yeah not a Keep fan moving of cheese dick <laughs> so yeah i wasn't a fan of that guy but yeah all in all not a bad casting i would say i don't think this movie would have been a better movie with the right cast you know what i mean like i, yeah. I don't think that's what what took me out of it you know um all right let's see if we can hit some other uh clips here we didn't let's hear from cole real quick this is cole at the church in the beginning in the olden days in europe people used to hide out in churches they would claim sanctuary. What were they hiding from? Bad people, mostly. People that wanted to put them in jail. Hurt them. Noticed your eyeglasses. They don't have any lenses in them. They're my dad's. The lenses hurt my eyes. What were you talking about with your soldiers when I came in? <laughs> I like how he doesn't follow up on any of his questions. Like he's. <laughs> Oh, let's 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 just note that real quick, and we'll delve into that later on. Like I've got my dead dead father's glasses. Like, I just got I just got a call from the school. I'm pretty sure they're canceling school, but I'm not positive. So nice. All right. Well, if anyone's keeping tabs on that, a week and a half from now, uh, the school might have been closed. A week and a half. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought if people were like, "Where the fuck did Mandy go?" It's because my I, my phone rang, and I was like, oh. uh, "Again from the Twitch chat." I talked to myself a lot uh do if there are any ghosts so if there are any ghosts in my house they're exhausted by me (laughs) (laughs) you just shut the fuck up (laughs) some ghosts just like oh fuck yeah gonna keep it moving well like after watching the movie ghost i was worried that like ghosts were watching me undress which is weird because i was like what like 12 like they want to see my little like prepubescent body perms die too Yeah, they probably have more vengeful, more right. vengeful deaths than most people, I suppose. Yeah, sooner than later, if we're lucky, honestly. You know what? We should put that on our other T-shirt, other than like Pete. You know, I too. Thursday too. Like next to what is it? Like Peters or or not, whatever. Not all Peters. Yeah. Not all Peters. Yeah. There we go. Sorry, um, this is not going to make sense to anyone because this was a talk prior to us recording i believe so sorry about that none of it matters the world's a flat circle and nothing exists and all right curves die too yep. so you know <laughs> all right uh let's uh okay so we're gonna call this uh we're gonna get to the the, the end <laughs> if you're consoling someone at a funeral don't worry curves die too yeah. all right we're gonna call it good let's okay. move on to the break guys how about okay. it uh so in a second here, you're going to hear some ads for some stuff. It's probably just for some uh, local podcasts and things. So make sure you listen to those. And uh, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to hit that question from the Facebook uh, question of the day. So you guys make sure that you have an answer for that. If you have one, the question of the day was, what is the weirdest thing you've ever been given by your work as like a reward or a certificate or uh, any sort of bonus or something? Uh, mostly because this guy covets that damn plaque that he got through the entire movie. It's like the greatest moment of his life. And I want to see if anyone else treats anything dumb uh, like a great accomplishment. So if you have anything weird that your work ever gave you, let's talk about it when we come back. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. 
free episodes every Monday and Thursday, Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thanks, everybody, for checking out those ads. Make sure you, uh, you know, do the stuff those ads said. It's mostly going to be probably just the Elemental Podcast. Go uh, go follow along with the Elemental Podcast. Go listen in. Stu's a great guy. He, he pitches our podcast on his, so we're pitching his on ours. Go join up for his uh, Patreon. It's only five bucks a month. Dude, and, love uh, Mr. Stu. Yeah, yeah, and Stu does his podcast every goddamn day. Uh, I think it's Mondays and Thursdays are the free ones. And then every other day is the Patreon. So if you want to listen to Stu talk every day, sign up for the Patreon. It's only $5 a month. All I right. mean, and he loves animals and you got to trust somebody that loves animals. Sure. Yeah. He doesn't like people, but he's, he's a fan of animals. Although Michael, or Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael Jackson, he loved animals too. It's true. So, yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan probably did too. There's not, not to dismerge. Yeah, that's true. Michael Jordan. But anyhow, we're back guys. Let's do this thing. Here we go. Uh, we are talking about uh, the fucking Bruce Willis classic, The Sixth Sense. And uh, we came back. We're going to talk about the Facebook question of the day. On our way out before the break, we talked about it and told everyone what to do there. And let's see if we got any responses at all. So our question of the day is, what's the weirdest reward bonus certificate you've ever been given by an employer? And of course, that stems from Malcolm being so overly obsessed with his plaque he got on the day he died. Uh, and of course we have replying to us in the Facebook, uh, comment. We have Brian, a friend of the show says mm-hmm. Applebee's used to have a rewards program called Apple bucks. They had a whole catalog of things you could spend them on. I bought the model train scale Applebee's restaurant, uh, specifically because it was the most ridiculous thing you could get. Um, <laughs> it's I, like shroot bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you five Stanley Nichols if you don't talk to me for yeah. whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. Apple bucks. And uh, yeah. Uh, so I asked him if he still had it and he said, I think so. I may have sold it. It ended up being worth like $200. Uh, I assume that's because nobody ordered it. So it was like a, <laughs> had like the one of one that existed in the world. I know, but who is like uh, fiending for that Applebee's restaurant mini? Well, you know, there's like, my train like, set has to have an Applebee's for sure. There's like a village that someone wants to be like, recreating their entire hometown and it's like yeah i guess i get that yeah my applebee's there it is <laughs> uh listener stacy said i don't know if uh i've got anything weird but uh i got a perfect attendance certificate once uh, a job and they and a hundred dollar check that came with it uh for perfect attendance so i'll take that that's pretty sweet nice that's cool no, no call-ins for a year though um i'd prefer to have a day off yeah right <laughs> you know <laughs> but I no i mean to make Stacey, my own schedule awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say that's awesome. That shows a lot about your character. I think I will say though, for the, the year that I worked exclusively from home, uh, I don't think I had one sick day that entire year, uh, because it's so difficult to justify a fucking sick day when you literally sleep like 10 feet from your desk and you're like, yeah, I could be dying, I guess, but I could also be punching in these numbers. Like who, like, I don't have to impress anybody. And you're not infectious. It's like, you're going to like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, you know, do you want me to come to work and make everyone else like sick or right. do you want me to stay home and get better? I feel like people are a lot more aware of that now more than ever. Definitely. Like, Especially yeah. employees. Or like, I have a, I have a sniffle, but I really don't want to go in and infect everybody. And, and they're like, fuck it. Stay home. Yeah. 
which is yeah. nice, you know, I think. Well, and you can work from home now. It's not like, and that's, that's the thing, like people are like, nobody, you know, oh, like these kids, they can't handle the cold and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, the parents don't give a shit if they have a snow day anymore. They all work from home. So yeah. they're like, whatever. I don't have to find a sitter. Right. So right. stop being a douchebag because <laughs> you think- had to go to school in negative 40 degree weather. I do fuckers. think that does fuck with your like work-life balance though, because I used to take like, random days off of work that were just like mental mm-hmm. health days. And now you can't do that if not, your family's you know, home. I was not sick. I was just, I just needed a day off. And now again, like it's so hard to justify taking a day off uh, when you just work from home. So yeah. All right. Enough yeah. about uh, work from home. Now. Yeah, anyways, uh, go back to, so yeah, back to the Facebook question of weird. Yeah. Rewards. Weird. Okay. So I have one. I don't know if you guys have one. Uh, do you guys have anything that you were given by an employer that was weird or dumb? More responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good at your job. Here, do more for less. Yeah. I have a weird one. I have one recently. It wasn't. Ha- no, no employer's ever given me anything. Of- okay. <laughs> a high five. But my wife recently just got. It's a flag with the company's logo on it. <laughs> nice. Very good. Yeah. You need one of those. For whatever reason. <laughs> oh. That's actually a good, my husband for Christmas this year got a, um, a blanket that is like a sub zero temperature blanket that can also be worn as like a, and he, and it's made out of recycled bottles and he looked it up and they're like $150 a piece. And so like part of me is like, thanks for the fucking blanket. We'd rather have 150 bucks. But at the same time, I'm like, kudos to them for like being proactive with like recycled bottles. And it's a pretty cool thing but at the same time if you're just like the i'm sure the employees would rather just have that for christmas the money for christmas instead of a blanket so. right yeah um i got uh so after i my job uh merged with another thing my employer was bought out by another place i don't want to give too many details right so they were bought fish out by, ate the other fish right yep and my uh my job did not translate so i was not brought along for the other fish's tank <laughs> and uh <laughs> They still insisted on sending me things that were like welcoming me to the new bank, oh. like to, the, to the new employer. And There's I, a little I, salt in the wound. Right. And I was like, they would, they sent like a little backpack with a logo on it. They sent me my name tag, my badge name tag with a photo on it the week of my like last day. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like why, what, how do I, why would I need that? I work from home. No one's ever going to see this badge. First of all, I don't that is amazing. It. I need it for nothing to begin with, but the idea that you sent it wasted the money. It was basically that it was like, yeah, so maybe this cost you 12 cents to make and send to me. Please just send me a check for the 12 cents. That would be great <laughs> on the way out the door. Uh, but one so, time I should have just spelled your name wrong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I would have sent it back and had them correct it too. <laughs> but, but <laughs> it's a month and a half later and. I, I no longer work here. Uh, so one time I legit got, so every milestone you get like a, a gift, right? Like you get, they send you a little catalog and for like your five year anniversary, you get to go through the catalog and buy like the first rung of like shit. And it's always just like a fanny pack or a tumbler or something weird. And then you get to 10 years and things start getting a little cooler. Uh, and then once you get up to 15 years, you start getting like stuff. It's like usable, tangible, thing, like electronics and other stuff, you know? Um, but I made it up to my 10 year and they sent me the catalog and one of the really only things that was in there that I could find useful was a set of tools. There was like a, a set of wrenches and sockets and in a little toolbox, like a mini toolbox thing. And I was like, I'll take that, whatever. And they, 
waited like, I don't know, three months. And I finally called them back and I was like, yo, I never got my gift, my 10 year anniversary gift. And they're like, shit, that fell through the cracks and we no longer offer that item. It's not in our catalog anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, like now what? And they're like, well, let me send you another catalog with the new stuff in it. And they're like, we do have a comparable item. It's this other toolbox, right? And I'm like, well, I, fuck it. I don't even need to see the catalog. Just give me the other toolbox, right? I'll just take that. Oh my God, please tell me it, it was like pink. No, like, so another month or so goes by and all of a sudden I get on my desk, this huge box uh, and I open it up and it's a toolbox, but it's like a fucking like toolbox. You know, it's not like a yeah. little thing, right? And I'm like, holy fuck, like it's filled with tools. It's more tools than I ever owned up till that point in a big red box. And they gave me a little placard with my name that I could like affix to the front of it. And I opened it up and I showed my boss and I'm like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Like this is yeah. a legit toolbox. And he's like, no way. He's like, I would, I don't even get that. Like I, that's not even on my <laughs> list of shit. So he's like, I just got this flag with our company logo on it. Right, right. And <laughs> in one way or another, I can't remember why, but we contacted the company that like gives out those prizes or whatever. And I was like, Hey, I finally got, Oh, that's what it was. I messaged them. And I was like, I haven't gotten this yet. And they're like, oh shit, we're sending it out. It'll be there within like a week. Please let us know when you get it. So I emailed them back and I'm like, I absolutely got it. Thank you so much. It's more than I ever thought it would be. It's humongous and awesome. And then some guy later on emails me that day and goes, yeah, that's not supposed to be available for you. Like that's the like executive rung of like when you reach like 30 years. Yeah, because executives need toolboxes. Like they don't fucking pay people to fix shit. Or like you become like, yeah, when you become like a, an executive at the, the building, you get this catalog of shit you can get from. And they're like, so you're not supposed to have that. Uh, and I was like, like, what do I do now? Do I send it back to you? Like, I've already put my little placard with my name on it or whatever. <laughs> the, guy was, the guy was like, man, he's like, this sucks. He's like, I'm not supposed to give this to you. But he's like, really, the damage has been done at this point. We can't really unring that bell. So just go ahead and keep it. So I got an executive level uh, gift. Oh my, they, um, did they did they subtract it from your yeah, paycheck? Yeah, on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like, take your three favorite tools and send us everything else. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I need a I need a seven sixteenths wrench and then give us <laughs> give us the rest back. You can you can keep all those weird little hex bits that come with the screwdrivers, the ones that nobody uses for anything. Nobody, yeah. They fall right. in your, they fall well, and then they're just gone. Yeah, yeah, they disappear completely. All Watch, you send those back and then you get a project and you're like, fuck. Yeah, I need totally. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, that was kind of, a, it worked out for me in my favor, but, you know, I'll take it. Oh, my God, it. that right. is an awesome story. <laughs> All right, so let's move on, guys. You want to talk about some uh, games? You want to play some games? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's game it up. Let's do it. First, we're going to start out with the one from uh, from the guy we just heard from, uh, from those ads. Mr. Stu McAllister provided us with this theme song, and it goes like, oh, Adam, were you here for this? Was this live yes. with you? Yes. Um, all right, here you go. This is this is the theme song for uh, the box office stuff. Here we go. Box office theme song. <laughs> there it is. Box office that theme was, song. Yeah, that's yeah, me. And, <laughs> and this is my first podcast with Adam, like, Oh yeah, I don't think that we've yeah. had one because Adam, I, I was, I don't remember what was going you had on. COVID again, like two years ago. You yeah, right. No, this, you this is more zero. than two years ago. It was like it was so long ago. Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh yay! That's so fun that you were there for the origination of box office theme song. 
All right, Mandy, take it away. All right, Adam, what do you think the budget was for this movie back in 1999? Okay, so this is 99. I'm going to guess like 25 million. Okay. What do you think, Matt? Oh, uh, sorry. I was reading the chat. How, how much did this movie cost to make? Um, I imagine Bruce probably got a good chunk of the money. Yeah. I will say this movie cost them $39 million to make. Forty million. You no, were one. Th- yeah, you were one million off. Oh, I probably. I know Haley Joe Osment probably just got like a lollipop or something. Yeah. They were like. <laughs> well, I'm sure he also got like deep seated emotional damage as well. <laughs> well, they probably just gave him like a couple first edition like like Hemingway books or something. You know, like, he was just like, I don't want your money. Gift certificates <laughs> so- to therapy and a flag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's a flag. That was another thing my, my boss, my, the, the bosses used to give us, they would pull money together and give gift cards to all of the employees. And they were always random gift cards. So they never bought anything specific for anyone. So like, I have never gone to a Starbucks a day in my life. And I got a Starbucks, like a, it was like a $10 Starbucks gift card, but like everyone else would get random shit. So like someone got a subway, someone got like a gift card to Lowe's for $10, which what, what the fuck are you going to buy at Lowe's for $10? And so it basically becomes like a swap meet at that point. After yeah. over. Everyone's like, all right, I got a $10 subway card. Who wants it? Throwing shit or out. Or you can re-gift that shit. Yeah. You got teachers, right? Like, I want to like- say I still have that $10 Starbucks gift card in my wallet right now. And that was given to me probably five years ago. Uh, so who knows if it's still. I heard one time, not that this has anything to do with anything, but there's like several million dollars worth of like, the world's economy is tied up in active gift cards right now. Yeah. Uh, and if all of those were to just be canceled at one random swoop, it would like destroy uh, the world's economy. Like, no, that's not true because they've already paid for it. So like if you're a business owner and you want to make money, you offer gift cards because half the time they never get used sure, and okay. the money's already been spent. I guess. So, and if you got someone who comes cap. back six years later, <laughs> who comes back six years later and is like, I want to spend this hundred dollar gift card. They're like, fuck, we spent that money forever ago. Like this is not. <laughs> yeah, gift cards are the one thread holding capitalism together at this yeah, point. Right. <laughs> this is like the, this is like the Seinfeld episode when he holds all of his grandma's checks and then he cashes them all at once. <laughs> Oh, that might be the I only just time showed ever, our age. <laughs> be the only time I've ever laughed at a reference to Seinfeld. <laughs> okay, back to the game. Adam, what do you think this movie has made roughly up until today worldwide gross? Oh, I know it was a phenomena, which today a phenomena would be like a billion plus. Right. That wasn't a thing. So I'm going to guess like 350 million. No, okay. no, no, no. Four, four, I'm going to push it to 400 million. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like it. I refuse to give this movie that much credit. I'm going to say this movie barely made 100. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It made $673 million. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm so mad at this movie for making and it. Happen. That was <laughs> not million. all U.S. Actually, only half of that was U.S. The rest of it was worldwide. And I think that we're like probably around 99 pushing into the 2000s. Do we get a lot of like widely world released yeah. movies and we don't have a lot that are this old, like new. So sure. yeah. Yeah. So it was $673 million. It, was mostly it makes it Haley Joe Osmond only got a lollipop. <laughs> yeah. 
it makes sense to play internationally. There's not a lot of dot like, yeah. like creepy kid. Yeah, right. you can really, yeah, you can dub over a lot of whispers. Uh, You're like, oh, it's cold. I can see his breath. I don't even need to hear what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I refuse to believe that this movie made that much money. Uh, it's somehow just a Ponzi scheme. It's all gift cards. <laughs> they all just it's six cents gift cards. <laughs> uh, I gotta catch. If you spend this, you see dead people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's too much money for this movie to have made. I'm pretty sad about it. I can't believe they didn't make some sort of a sequel then, uh, because of that. Uh, I thought like maybe you know what I think this movie would be great translated into a TV show. But like one of those shitty crime solver, like the kid helps the detective solve crimes or whatever. Yeah, it's called the Dead Zone. Right. It's, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's all of those movies. Yeah, <laughs> all of those TV shows. But yep, I think they lost down on it. They could have had a, a series for sure. But uh, all right, let's move on. So that was the end of that game, right? We talked about the yeah. budget and all that stuff. Okay, here we go. We're going to move along and play the next game. And that has a theme song as well. And it goes like this. Let's play Guess the Age. All right, it's time for Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right, Adam, we'll go with Toni Collette because she was your outstanding performance. How old do you think she was in this movie? Toni Collette's hard to pin down because she's yeah. she's playing the like weathered single mom to a super weird kid really well, which kind of played up the eight. I'm going to guess like 32. Okay, Matt? I feel like they wanted us to think she was younger than that, but I we just can't, right? Like we... Uh, I'll say she was like, oh, Stacy just said 37. Uh, I'll split the difference. We'll say 35. Okay. All of you are offending her right now. She was only 27. I've, okay. I was thinking she might've been younger, but yeah. yeah. I think they were making her look, I think they tried to make her look older actually yeah, for this yeah. movie with all the makeup and stuff. Like all the to weird make her, clothes they gave her. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And like the, the swoopy bangs and stuff. She's just a gorgeous woman. Doable. <laughs> She's the one I do in this movie. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I had my moment. All right. Mandy's list, yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam. How old do you think Donnie Wahlberg was when he played Vincent Gray? Oh. <laughs> he had the body of a 16-year-old boy in this movie. Yeah, he and Haley Joel Osment, could have, they could have swapped heads. <laughs> Uh, let's see 99 so about 89 was like the height of hanging tough he was probably like 20 21 ish so i'm gonna guess 31 okay matt what do you think i will say he was the same age as the mom so we'll say 27 he was 30 well done hey look at that all right how (laughs) um adam how old do you think bruce willis was when he played malcolm God damn, he looks like he's like well into his 50s. Well, and we don't want to know how old his hairpiece was. We want to know how old actual Bruce Willis is. Uh, hairpiece about 11 months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how long were they shooting this movie for? Because that's when it, it was born and died all in this movie. Uh, Bruce looks really old, but I'm going to guess that he's like 42. Okay. Stacy just said Bruce Willis has always been 41, so she's right there, right there with you. Um, Lexola said that she was outstanding in Muriel's Wedding, also. Oh yes, I love that movie. She, I totally forgot about that. Is she in my big fat Greek wedding or one of those type? Or was this Mm-mm. the movie that I'm thinking of? I must be thinking of Muriel's Wedding. I think that. it's that. Yeah. Right, uh, Bruce Willis. Let's say the man was goddamn. Uh, he probably gave him the toupee to like young him up a bit. I would think. Let's say he was 45. 
He was 44. Okay. Yep. All right. A little nice. over. All right. Over. And then uh, last one, I think that was the last one. Yeah, last one we'll do is Haley Joe Osmond. How old do you think he was, Adam, in 1999? So the character. Not was- his soul, not because his soul is 150. <laughs> How old is his body? Not his dead eyes. <laughs> so the character Cole was like eight. So I'm going to guess he was like 10. Okay. Matt? Because he's weird shaped. <laughs> he is weird shaped, yeah. Uh, I'll say he was like, I'll say 12. He was 11. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it helps too that his two front teeth had come in like all the way. Because yeah. I feel like that's how you know with kids, like when their two front teeth are like full. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, so also said 41 for, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, this kid, like if you watch, if you watch the interviews with him on, like the talk shows and stuff when he's talking he sounds like a grown adult at yeah. a, such a young age yeah right. and he's uh, actually getting gotten back into acting quite a bit in the last few years so that's fun I, I but he's like a grown man he's like chubby with like a beard, a full beard? And, yeah he looks crazy mm-hmm. all right uh i'm gonna play I'm, i gotta burn through a couple of these clips just because uh, in between games here real quick uh so this is the uh scene where he's trying to explain to his teacher uh what happened at the building they were in uh, the courthouse hangings. Here we go. Oh yeah, people here. No, what? Uh, that's what? that's not correct. Uh, where'd you hear that? All the people in crying and kissing their families by people watching, spit at them. Uh, Cole, this this building was a legal There's ghosts too. <laughs> laws were passed. Yeah. Some of the very first laws of this country. This whole building was full of uh, lawyers, uh, lawmakers. They were the ones that hanged everybody. I mean, duh. Uh, I love how the the guy's like, no, that didn't happen. Like, he doesn't realize that that is exactly true. <laughs> well, I think he knows it happened, but he doesn't want to scare the rest of the kids. A little revisionist history going on here in the classroom. But, uh, I also just wanted to make it clear that I pulled this clip in case we play games uh, later episodes and we want to tell someone they were wrong. No, uh, that that's not correct. Uh, Where'd you hear that? I just want to be able to play that <laughs> over, over and over again every time someone gets it wrong. Um, just so you know, too, M. Night Shyamalan had a cameo in this movie. He played Dr. Hill, who examines Cole um, after the accident at That's the birthday party. From your son. They're concerning me. Man. He sounds like a young John Lovitz. He from sports. <laughs> you think I hurt my child? Listen. I think I'm a bad mother. Mrs. Sloan over there, she's a social worker with the hospital, and she's going to ask you a couple procedural questions. If I had your job, I'd kill what myself. Too much. He's a, yeah, sounds exactly. Sit here while I dig up a gun. <laughs> yeah, well, he hated his part in this movie so much that he cut almost like hit all of his scenes. Like he was like, nope, I sound like shit. I don't like it. Uh, I get it. Tony Collette's acting her ass off, and he's giving her nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> It's his first yeah. day. He's a, he's a doctor on his first day going like, I don't know. We saw some bruises, maybe. I, don't know. Uh, I was concerned about your kid. Yeah. Oh, we get this one. I wanted to make sure we played this too. This is the uh, Tommy creating the play of the kid trapped in a dungeon. I was like, what are we doing here, guys? Like the most contrived. Oh, I hated this part. We're going to put on a pretend play. A pretend play. Want to be in it? No. Okay. <laughs> called locked in the dungeon it's getting better and better yes 
you get to be the one locked in the dungeon. Can I just can I just read the script? Stop, stop, stop. Oh, that's so horrible. Like I hated, I absolutely hated that part. And I also hated the part when he um goes into his little tent thing and then the girl's like barfing in front of him. Right. Like that. Like I have to admit, even though (laughs) Misha barfing. (laughs) I know I know that that is like a thing. You know, like that was a part of the movie, but and I remembered it, but it just freaked me the Jarring, fuck out. Yeah. And it's such a terrible first impression, right? Like as a ghost, you got to be like, just maybe approach it differently and just be like, listen, I know this seems creepy, but I need your Well, help. that's what she was trying to say, but she just kept throwing up her pea soup or whatever yeah. it was. What was she, it's it like was a sitcom. To- the first thing you say to somebody is, Bleh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get out all that Drano she was, what was that? It was like pine salt. It something. was like pine salt. Like yeah. I think it was like a yeah generic form of pine salt. Um, also okay so while you're watching this movie you're like trying to like watch bruce willis and you're like trying to see like does he move stuff like how is like it not how is he not touching things or whatever um so a a few things bruce willis is actually left-handed but they made him write everything and circle all the stuff with his right hand so you wouldn't notice that he didn't have his wedding ring on okay so like that was a thing and then also i don't think i would have put that together I don't think I'd have been watching this movie going, ah, where's the wedding ring, you know? <laughs> well, I think, though, yes. later you yeah. would have been like, oh, but I, he had his wedding ring so, Yeah, on I guess and- they could do the montage of clips back where it was like, oh, wait, we saw him do all of these things and he never had his wedding. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. And then um, so he moved. Uh, he doesn't move any objects except the Latin dictionary breaks the glass door of the jewelry store and uses uh, and uses the tape recorder. He doesn't interact with anyone but Cole. For example, he never opens a door. The chair that he sits in, which I totally watched this, the chair that he sits in at the restaurant, it's already pulled out. He doesn't like like bring it in or anything. Oh. Um, and obviously when he reaches for the bill. So yeah. So they did kind of a good continuity job, I feel like, sure. with all that. Yeah, he shakes the doorknob to his study, but can't ever mm-hmm. get it open. Yeah. Yep. Well, and too, like he doesn't even realize that that table's there, which is just jacked. Like the it whole was that thing. Whole, like they see what they want to see. Yes, which is great. But uh, all right, uh, I like how M Night Shyamalan subtly used color red uh, for the mm-hmm. bad stuff in the movie, like the doorknob, and they locked the kid in the closet, and the red tent, and they found yep. the girl who was poisoned, etc. Yeah, so very good. That was from uh, listener Stacy in the chat. Oh, Stacy, he does the same thing in the village, and you hated that movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Symbolized by color. Yeah. All right, let's get another clip real quick, and then we'll move on to our next game. Uh, of course, if we're watching this movie, we got to have this one. We gotta. We can't. We can't have this without it. I see dead people in your dreams. Nope. In your your dreams. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) We got it. All right. It was too much. I was like, yeah, we'll just get it because he's going to go. They're everywhere. They're all the time. But we, it's too long to wait. Okay. Uh, So he sees dead people. (laughs) Good. I played it. Now we can move on. Uh, All right. Let's continue on with the games portion of the program. And of course, that has a theme song as well. And the theme song for that goes like this. Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? What? What? Ooh, that sound. 
It is time for What's That Sound. This is where I take a sound from the film, I play it for you out loud, and you tell me what's happening on screen. Adam, you're going to get first swing at this. If you get it right, then that's it. That's what we need. If you don't get it right, it goes to Mandy. She gets a chance to take a swing at it, and then we move on from there. Today, we have two sounds uh, from this movie. Uh, One of them is going to be a little more difficult than the other, I believe. I like that you specified from this movie. Like it was going to be from something else. Now we have two sounds. Throw throw a a curveball in here for you. This is a sound that was not in the film. (laughs) Trick, I just made this before we started recording. (laughs) Bloop. Is it macaroni? Are you stirring macaroni and cheese? No. I'm fisting a jar of mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your first sound. Is gonna go like from this. this movie. Yeah, from this film. Here we go. <laughs> All kinds of stuff going on there. That scared the know, shit out of me. I want to know what that thing that scared you was. So I'll play it one more time for you. Be prepared, everyone listening. It's gonna happen again. <laughs> All right. What do you think that was? Drowning pool. Drowning pool. <laughs> it was off to her second album, Drowning Pool. <laughs> right, uh, Mandy, what do you think it was? Oh, the only guess I have is when they shove him into the door and they shut it and he screams. Kind of. Yes, it's that scenario, but it's actually when that balloon pops. When it gets oh, to the, it's so yeah. that the balloon is carrying up the staircase, up the spiral staircase. He's locked inside. He calms uh-huh. down for a second. It's like quiet for a minute. And then that balloon pops and all hell breaks loose. So Ugh. here it is one more time. That's probably why I don't. See, he's just kind of rustling. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then they go down. Yeah. For yep. some reason. See, that's playing, why I don't know, because I blocked that shit out. You're playing like thrash metal downstairs at a 10 year old <laughs> birthday party for no reason. Everyone's <laughs> supervised cr- kids running everywhere. Yep. And I am Tony Collette because, like, m- like I am the mom that does not belong in the rich people's house. So when I when I walk up to a kid's birthday party and I look at their house and it's like that because I live in Portage, I'm just like, "Fuck, Kate, don't say anything you heard on YouTube for like the last like six months, okay? Like, we're don't start like twerking. Like, can we please not do anything? All right, we're gonna, let her light shine. We're gonna move, we're gonna run out of time, guys. We gotta move on. Sorry. Next- Next sound. This is the second one, the last one. Here it goes. All right, what do you think that was? Is that Bruce Willis trying to open the door? It is. Yep, the red doorknob. That's him trying to get Good job. Yeah, very good, very good. All right, we're going to move along. We've got another game, and it's got a theme song, and it goes like this. Oh, shit, where is it? Where From Stace, listener Stacy. Backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right, this, of course, is a game where I take a forward phrase from this movie and I play it in reverse. Then I give you four options and you tell me which is the frontward facing phrase. If it doesn't make sense now, it will once we get started. Right now, you're going to hear a bunch of this the backward phrase repeated over and over again just to get it inside your brain. And then I'll play all of the options for you after that. So here's the first part over and over again. Mirror for snips can die. Mirror for snips can die. Mirror for snips can die. All right, that's enough. <laughs> all right, so now I'm going to play that backward phrase one more time and then four options. You tell me if it's one, two, three, or four. Here we go. Mirror for snips can die. 
Your soldiers speak Latin. Won an award once. Had an expensive frame. That's okay with you. Is it one, two, three, or four? And if you need it again, I can play it again. I think I know. I think it's. I think it's three. Okay, it was a very timid three, but we got a three. Okay. Yeah, I I also agree. I think it's three. Mm-hmm. I'll vindicate that. Lexola is also locking in with three in the chat. And that is correct, everybody. Yay, good job. Very expensive frame. <laughs> nice job. Yours, gis, gis, gnat. Yeah, yours, gis, gis, gnat. Yours, gis, gnat. All right. Next one. Here we go. This is from that same monologue, or from that same uh, scene, by the way. Uh, here we go. This is a so far throughout the history of doing this podcast, I found that Bruce Willis's voice backwards is my favorite thing. Oh my uh, God. Can you play it one more time? I sure can. Here it goes. All right. And okay. here's the whole thing. Notice your eyeglasses. In the olden days, they would claim sanctuary, put them in jail. <laughs> I think it's number one. Okay. Okay, I it's either number one or number two, so I'll say number two. All right. Speaks of things, girl. <laughs> well, and there's like definitely a, a hard S at the in the beginning, so I know. Oh, I don't know. All right. Uh, we also have uh, Lexola locked in with number one in the chat okay. as well. And it, is, it is number one. Very good. Very good. It yes. is uh, noticed you uh, noticed your eyeglasses, and I realize eyeglasses is one word, but in this instance. We made it work. Okay. It's two words for this. Yeah, whatever. All right. So very good. Very good. That is the end of all of the games portion of the show. And now we're at the end. We got to run through this pretty damn quick, but here's the point of the podcast where we ask people, Adam, would you watch this movie again? Um, I will watch this movie again. Uh, Reluctantly. I'm going to wait another 10 years when I forget how much I don't like it. Nice. And then I assume that it's a classic and I watch it again. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. All right, uh, Mandy, how about you? Will you watch this movie again? Hard no. For sure? Okay. <laughs> that's one of the first ones for you in a while that's been like a no no, no chance. Nope. Again. No need uh, to watch it. I mean, I can watch this again for another 48 hours. <laughs> I, I will not be doing that. Uh, and probably not, you know, for the rest of time. I, I mean, just watch it to see if you can notice continuity issues. Like, that's the only reason. Speaking of you guys. Okay. So here's a bit of a weird part in the film. So uh, he hears the kids speaking Latin and then he deciphers what the Latin is, which is like the first book of Psalms. It's like the first line of the whatever. And then later on in the movie, he goes back and listens to the audio from uh, Donnie Wahlberg. And there's a person whispering in Spanish in the background. And that has something to do with like, I don't want to die. Oh Lord. It says Lord. I don't want to die. Yeah. Uh, And then at the end of the movie, after the final credits, the whisper happens again. It's the, Oh Lord, I don't want to die. Whisper happens one more time at the end of the credits, which leads me to believe that like now that he's dead and realizes that he's dead, he's going to have some unfinished, like it really did lead itself to like another sequel could have, you know, like it could have been, uh, I don't, does M night do sequels? Has he had a, a, I mean, how, how would he like his whole thing is based around twists at the end of the movie. I guess. Yeah. You just said, well, no, I guess he did the, uh, it wasn't really a sequel. It was that three mo- the uh, Unbreakable and oh you know, yeah, the trilogy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have stuff, but all right. Well, there's that. So uh, yeah, I'm not gonna watch this movie ever again. 
And now we get to uh, the plugs portion of the show. I know we already talked about it briefly, Adam, but let people know where they can find it and where they can find you and all that good stuff. So you can, uh, Reading the Room podcast, uh, season two drops, if you're watching live, it drops tomorrow morning. Um, if you're in the future, it's already out. We nice. Bigfoot <laughs> is the first episode. Um, if you like psychics or if you don't, check it Did out. Did you say Bigfoot is your first episode? Yeah, 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 man. Okay, I'm so obsessed with not, cryptids. Yeah. Okay, so it's not specifically like crime related stuff. It's it's like weird things. If weird, it can be like lore. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah any any cool. form of mystery. Very cool. All right. I'm into it, man. All right. Uh, and then do you want people to be pointed toward you? Are you going to be streaming on Twitch for the podcast at all or any of that? Sort of stuff? Yeah, we probably will in the future, but don't have any real plans. You can follow me on Twitch uh, and then be very disappointed that I you will never see me there. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then you can do that at Danger West, but instead of E's, it's threes. It's Danger West. Fuck those E's. Replace them with threes and you got it. You're good to go. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you again, Adam, for being on the show. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Guys. Uh, Mandy, do you have any plugs or anything you want to put out into the world? Yeah, I'm actually doing my first um, stand up in two years since COVID. Nice. Um, I'm going to be yeah. going up on. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm a little worried. On February 24th, I'll be going up at Traveler's Pub. It's hosted by our a friend of the show, Jared Hibbs. Woo, woo. I know he's listening. So yeah. yay, Jared. I'm excited. I'm scared. I'm going to do some new stuff, but make sure I throw some zingers of the stuff I know get laughs in case nice. some new shit bombs. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> last last weekend, or no, it was last Wednesday, something like, I think it was last Wednesday. I drove all the way up to fucking Ludington, which if you don't know this area, it's uh, it was over a two hour drive to tell jokes. Uh, there were probably 15 or 20 people there and I got maybe two laughs and one guy clapped for like three seconds and uh, I was like, fuck this forever. It was like terrible weather. I drove so far to get this to happen and it was, but yeah, I mean, we take them when we can. I, I don't, I'm glad I did it, but it was, did not turn out how I wanted it to, uh, turn sorry. Out. I do and not miss those long drives back. Oh yeah, dude. That was a rough go. It was very much like, I gotta, I'm just going to stop at fast food and, and not pretend this didn't happen. Like, uh, like <laughs> I, it was my choice to drive to Ludington. Like that's what I'm going to make. Did you listen to RAM on the way back? Like, yeah, like everybody hurts <laughs> on repeat the whole time. Uh, but I'm going to be doing some more stand up in Grand Rapids on the 9th, I think of February. I think it's a Wednesday okay. again. So that'll be happening soon. So check me out on Facebook. If you that's the day this comes out, I think about that. Okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll be. Yeah. Either way. So it's happening. We're out there doing the damn thing. Also laugh fest is coming up in grand Rapids. So keep an eye out for that and do stuff for laugh fest. We only have a minute left. Uh, normally to end this thing, I play a clip at the end and the clip today is going to sound like this. Hey, you are not a freak. Okay. Don't you believe anybody that tries to convince you of that? That's bullshit. All right. Thanks, guys. That was... Uh, there you go. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we did it. <laughs>